0: Our reading in the New Testament today comes from the book of 2 John. Uh, we'll read the entire book. It's a very short book, just one chapter. Uh, 2 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. The elder that we'll read about here today is John, one of Jesus' 12 disciples and the writer of the Gospel of John. Three letters and the book of Revelation. Now, for more information about John, you can see his profile in uh, John chapter 13. This letter is written shortly after 1 John to warn about false teachers. The salutation to the chosen lady and to her children could refer to a specific woman or to a church whose identity is no longer known. John may have written this from Ephesus. John wrote this second letter, which probably fit on one sheet of papyrus, uh, to warn believers against inadvertently supporting false teachers. Now, the number of itinerant evangelists and teachers had grown by the end of the first century. Mixed in with the legitimate missionaries were others who were promoting heretical ideas about Christ and the gospel. You know, the amazing thing is that little has changed in 2,000 years. Advocates of unorthodox beliefs still exist and still attempt to confuse and deceive the people of God. Of course, always for their own profit. Well, this letter, 2 John, should serve as a wake-up call to believers to be alert, to be careful, to be careful and to be solidly grounded in the faith. Are you prepared to recognize false doctrine? Well, the truth is the truth about Jesus Christ, as opposed to the lies of the false teachers. John refers to truth five times in the first four verses of this brief letter. In contrast to so many in our culture who dogmatically deny truth, there are no ultimate realities that's a... one untruth that gets preached uh, or absurdly define it according to personal preferences things like, uh, hey, your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth nonsense, there is truth it's right here in this book John declared the existence of an absolute capital A God is that ultimate standard by which all else can be judged God is true His words and ways are true And whatever or whoever contradicts or opposes him is false, deceptive, and dangerous. Christian leaders, teachers, and parents must engage now in the difficult but critical battle for truth. To paraphrase a familiar saying, all that's required for deception to triumph is for the people of the truth to do nothing or say nothing. Begin an intentional campaign to teach those under your care how to distinguish between truth and error. All right, now let's begin reading today, here in the New Testament. December 6th, the New Testament. 2 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. This letter is from John the Elder. I am writing to the chosen lady and to her children, whom I love in the truth, as does everyone else who knows the truth because the truth lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live in truth and love. How happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to the truth, just as the Father commanded. I am writing to remind you, dear friends, that we should love one another This is not a new commandment, but one we have had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has commanded us, and He has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. Such a person is a deceiver and an antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home. Or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. Then our joy will be complete. Greetings from the children of your sister, chosen by God. Psalm 125 Verses 1 through 5. Have you uh, ever known people who were drawn to every new fad or idea? Such people are unstable and therefore unreliable. Now, the secret to stability is to trust in God, because he never changes. He cannot be shaken by the changes in our world, and he endures forever. The fads and ideas of our world, and our world itself, by the way, will not. Now, although the writer here in the psalm said the wicked will not rule the land of the godly. Often, Israel had to put up with evil rulers. So do we. The writer here was expressing what will ultimately happen when God executes His final judgment. Human sinfulness often ruins God's ideal on earth. But that doesn't mean God has lost control. No. Evil prevails only as long as God allows. Now, God's ability to restore life is really beyond our understanding forests burn down and they're able to grow back broken bones heal even grief is not a permanent condition our tears can be seeds that will grow into a harvest of joy because God is able to bring good out of tragedy we must be patient as we wait God's great harvest of joy is coming Psalm 125, verses 1 through 5. A song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. Those who trust in the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated, but will endure forever. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forever. The wicked will not rule the land of the godly, for then the godly might be tempted to do wrong. O Lord, Do good to those who are good, whose hearts are in tune with you. But banish those who turn to crooked ways, O Lord. Take them away with those who do evil. May Israel have peace. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 9 through 11. If a wise person takes a fool to court, there will be ranting and ridicule, but no satisfaction. The bloodthirsty hate blameless people. But the upright seek to help them. Fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back.